Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Scry Syndrome Podcast. I'm Ben Gilman, the guy who doesn't know what he's going to talk about today. As always, I'm joined by a guy that just takes things from his past and brings them onto the podcast, Tom Hill. How very day. A man that sometimes off camera tells me what he's going to talk about in the future, Dan Raj. Fair cop, Gov. Fair cop. And a man, uh, you know, if you watch his YouTube channel, you definitely know what he's going to talk about this week. So, <laughs> so it's Troy Salmon. <laughs> yes. Hello, 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 hello. How are all you guys doing? Yeah. Surviving, man. Survival. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just, just sort of warning. This isn't going to be a big one. This is most probably going to be a forty-minute job today, kids, because we're going to be in and out. We've all got to be somewhere. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, going kick, I'm going to kick it off um, because I'm not prepared. I'm just going to go to the two newest things I've watched very quickly. Have you guys heard? Or do you guys remember when I spoke about the end of the effing world, season one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I raved about it and I loved it. And yes. it was great. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, season two is a complete um, shit show. Um, oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Wow! The way you just started off was like, yeah, I knew he was going somewhere. I was like, where's he going with this? You know how I said Blind Manor was okay, but it wasn't quite as good. At least that had some class to it. Mm. Um, the end of the effing world um, is, if I was to rank the season twos I've seen recently, Pose would be at the front. In the middle is Blind Manor, and at the back end, in the sewer system, it's this show. Um, they basically spend the whole season. Um, uh, how do I say it? Well, we get, we return with the two original main characters, um, and you can tell they did not know they were coming back for a second season because the one guy that got killed, blatantly dead, they bullshitted their way out with a bullet that went past his brain. Get out of there! Um, and they just we catch up with the other girl. Um, how do I say it? Like moving on with her life, and then we find out um, that the person that they killed during season one, their girlfriend, weird woman, whatever her name is, she's trying to kill them. But it's like it takes forever to get there. Um, they just drive around in a car for it, and they did they did this for eight episodes, and it's not funny. It's the wooden acting of what people think is people not caring is um, you, you know the thing where you just screaming at the TV just get on with it, tell her you love her and oh, all that yeah. crap yeah. <laughs> you've always, we talked about this in the Friends special, sometimes you've just got to read the room and go for it if it's the right time because the end of season one they never got together so the guy comes back in obviously he's not dead um, episode stalking her. Um, then she decides not to marry the person she was going to marry. Long story. And then they spend five episodes just dicking about with the soon-to-be woman that wants to murder them. And 
my wife caught me just going, why aren't you excited about this this time? I was like, it's just boring. I fell asleep on the last episode four times. And my wife had to wake me up to watch it again. Um, it's just the awful... Uh, my new rule should be, if you don't have a second season planned, don't do a second season. Don't tarnish your... It's best to be a one-hit wonder, a one-season wonder, right? Yeah, if it's I, as bad as you say it is, then hell yeah. Yeah, then hopefully, yeah. <laughs> watch the first season and pretend that's the end because it's a much better thing than watching the second season. And normally you hear a lot of people bitch and moan, and I heard a lot of people hate season two. And I didn't, you know, I don't listen to internet hear say a lot. Wish I had this time. I can't get those four hours back. It's awfully shit. <laughs> So, but I do want to talk about a show that I, me and my wife watched on BBC Three. It's um, called Uncle. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Uncle. Nope. <clears throat> I've heard of it. Oh, brilliant. So, I have to explain it all. Great. Cheers. Um, so, <laughs> um, can you tell I'm not prepared this week? Um, so, basically, it's about an uncle. Um, I'm just trying to get names. Um who's and obviously he's an uncle to a young boy uh, called Errold. Um and basically he's a bit of a lazy prick basically and um, but what I like about this is um, how do I say this he we see his, his sister is a complete write off um, a former druggy alcoholic um, she keeps giving her kid away all the time damn um, okay, so it's Nick Helm, who's also a comedian who does singing on stage. And, oh, yeah, uh, okay, so you know what his style is. So his name yeah. is Andy King in this show. Yeah. And um, basically, um, there's some really funny songs halfway through the episode. He just starts strumming his guitar and doing a pop video. Um, yeah. I've downloaded all this guy's music uh, because it's hilarious on Spotify. Um, <laughs> but what I like about this is, because I've watched all three, three seasons back-to-back, because it's a BBC Three comedy, and they're not known for being funny, are they? Because it's normally, like, in between this style of humour. Um, but over... He starts off as season one as being a complete dick, because uh, there's a funny episode where uh, there's an ex-girlfriend, a girlfriend he's seeing, and a girl that he would like to sleep with, and he's got them going out of different doors of his flat at the same time, because I think his girlfriend's there. He gets her out the window. The, um, the music teacher, who's the one he wants to go with, that knows his nephew, is coming to visit him. And then you get the ex-girlfriend turning up when she's in the toilet. And then you get the sister. It's quite funny. It's just revolving doors of... Um, but what I like is, um, I like comedy where they remember where they were the week before. So... There are some... The, the, I don't know what to say about this because you can tell I've, I've literally... I'm flying by the seat of my pants this week. I'm not prepared. Um, That's all right. <laughs> this is a boring listen. Um, but basically, <laughs> go check it out. It's very different. It doesn't have any swearing. It's quite... It's not for families, but it's got a heart to it. And unlike the... So, it's more, the so, episode, so it's more of a um, cleaner watch. It's more of a cleaner watch then, in a way. Yeah. And they knew okay. they had three seasons because they have a nice clean finish. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's not the greatest one. He becomes an international rock star. It's like okay, but at least <laughs> you had an ending. In something I'd like to watch. Yeah, and actually, Dan, because I remember you said on this podcast before, you don't like mean comedy. This can be quite funny and a little bit mean sometimes, but it's very light-hearted, yeah. and the character is over the first season. He's a bit of a dick, but his heart of gold was always there. And season two and three. They continue to um, move him on, and the characters around him move on as well. Yeah. And that's great because it's not. I was worried that he was going to keep going for the ex girlfriend each week, which, if you've seen a comedy called Man Down with the guy from um, In Between Us and Taskmaster, um, that, I stopped watching that because all he does each week is try and get the ex girlfriend back, and that's the joke, and it's not funny. So this show, thankfully, <laughs> they just evolved the plot line and the ex-girlfriend becomes, like, you find out eventually that her, the ex-girlfriend, and the current girlfriend are all WhatsApp in each other. In season three, it's quite funny about him. It's just little gags like that, and I don't know. It's just really funny. And if you don't know who Nick Helm is, just go listen to YouTube and Spotify him. He's brilliant. So. Sounds all right. That that that's very short notice. I had other things planned, but yeah. So yeah, Uncle, go watch. Avoid the end of the effing world. It's not good. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yeah. And Dan, Dan, I think you should go watch it definitely because it's right up your street. Yeah. Well, I will, and I'll also take the helm now if you don't mind. Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, go for it, man. Go on, then. All right. Well, um, as anyone who is an every episode listener will know, I have been going through a bunch of anime uh, that has been recommended to me through two different sources. We're coming up to the end of the list, so there aren't many more of these, but I'm doing two of them today. Uh, One of them you can find on Netflix. That's uh, one called Parasite. Yes, mate. <laughs> yeah. The other one you can find on Crunchyroll and most sort of more traditional anime providers, and it's called The Rising of the Shield Hero. Okay. Okay. The modern day popular one. Okay, got you. And okay. they're both quite interesting for very different reasons. Um, okay. Parasite is based off of a what, 25, 26-year-old science fiction horror manga series uh, written and illustrated by Hitoshi Iwaki. Um, And it was first published in Japan, obviously, from, like, 1988 to 1995. It became a hit in terms of manga pretty much everywhere at the time. Um, over that same sort of time period where like other countries would get it a year or two years later. Mm. It was adapted into live action Japanese films in 2014 and 2015. Yeah. And also an anime television series adaptation, which is what I want to talk about. And that, was originally aired in 2014 in Japan and has been shunted around different places and different 
providers for a while and is currently on Netflix. So the idea is that you're following this 17-year-old dude called Shinichi Izumi. Um, He lives with his mum and dad in a quiet area of Tokyo. Uh, One night, there are tiny little worms uh, called parasites arrive. We don't really know where from. Um, They take over the brains of hosts by entering through their ears or noses. Mm. There's one which attempts to crawl into Shinichi's nose while he sleeps, but fails as uh, Shinichi wakes up and enters his body by burrowing into his arm instead. Um, Shinichi kind of wakes up kind of half feeling like he's in a nightmare because he sees something crawling up his arm makes a tourniquet of the headphones, the the headphone wire that he's wearing the headphones and has fallen asleep wearing these headphones and prevents this parasite from entering his brain. Mm -hmm. Frustrated with this, the parasite instead takes over his right arm. Mm. (laughs) It's it's like a crazy married couple these two. They have to work together to exist together. It's quite an interesting relationship they have. I love this story. I love it. It's quite weird because they are in this sort of mutual survival thing. Mm. And it is based on logic and calculations and, you know, threat levels and things like this quite a lot. And mm. also it's it's two very different intelligences warring against each other, but also having to survive together. Mm. The entire story is incredibly interesting as well. It brings um, lots of ideas about what is what is like mm. sanctified, mm. like life-wise or anything like that in terms of what is what does survival mean? What does nature mean? What does impulse mean? Really, really quite cool. Self-contained. There's no plans for another series. Honestly, it's pretty cool. Are you happy with like the whole... Because this is one of the times I can talk to you about anime. Um, did you find the ending was satisfying? Because it is a satisfying... It doesn't drag at any point does it it's just nice and satisfying it's a 24 or 26 episode season so you feel like it's a nice smooth because they waited until the manga was finished so they could just do it in one go didn't they uh yes it was well after the manga was finished Mm. um the manga was a short run um yeah the adaptations were uh either feature films or this very short run of anime yeah. Um, the way I feel about it is a bit like the way I feel about um, the undertones teenage kicks. Okay. <laughs> teenage kicks. Okay. Okay. Um, the only thing that I disliked about the ending was that it was over. Yeah, oh. that's a good. That, that's a good show, though. What did you think of the opening, though? Because that is a Japanese band called Fear and Love in Las Vegas who rock. Oh. It, Freaking awesome soundtrack the whole way through. 
Go check it out. Go check out their Spotify. Whoever did the soundtrack choices for this show is someone who completely knocked it out of the park in every scene. It's great. Go listen to them and then join me in Troy's petition to get them to come tour here next year when COVID's out of the way. They're a great band. You'll love all their stuff, seriously. They're awesome. Yeah. Now, so that's that one. Um, I'm going to leave you to go and watch it because, oh, my God, it's great. Just just go watch it. Brilliant. Um, Shield Hero, The Rise of the Shield Hero. Talk Rise to me about of the Shield Hero is a little bit, I don't know, what can I say about it? What's the concept? Okay, so we have this very shut-in, well, not shut-in, but keeps himself to himself kind of dude. He's 17 years old. He's used to being basically made fun of, shat on, taken advantage of. He's kind of ornery about it. He's a bit of a grudge. And we start off with him basically boasting about not being a shut-in because every so often he runs out of things to watch and play and has to go to the library to get a book. And it shows him finding this book and the book transports him to another world. Mm. And in all of this sort of... In this world, there's a like a curse upon the land. We don't really know why, yeah. but there are these waves of monsters that happen, right? Yeah. So, these waves of monsters are like in varying levels of strength as you go through the waves and it's a series of waves and it's like levels in a computer game okay and this guy's been summoned along with three other people from seemingly very different places what turns out they basically decide okay we are actually from different dimensions never mind we thought it was different times but we're from different dimensions and we've all been summoned here and each of them has a weapon uh, one of them is given a sword, one of them is given a spear, one of them is given a bow, and the person we're following is given a shield. Okay. And they're supposed to be these heroes who are going to... They have, like, stat screens and stuff that they can access in their field of vision, and they have to level up. And, like, it's one of those kind of plot lines where it's like, get stronger quickly because shit's going to hit the fan quick. <laughs> that reminds me of um, Sword Art a little bit. Sword Art Online. The kind of stat and stuff. In, in this one, um, they teleport into this kingdom and the kingdom venerates the sword, spear and bow hero, but they basically think the shield hero is a charlatan and a fake and they don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> When the assistants are chosen for the heroes, the assistants choose all apart from one to go with the other heroes. And the one that does choose shield hero initially chooses spear and then decides to go with shield hero. 
only to rob him blind, take advantage of him, take all of his stuff, take a whole pile of experience off him, and accuse him of raping her. Oh, damn. He's completely shunned by everyone. He has to go about grinding out his levels completely on his own. The rest of them are being showered in gifts and praise, and everything's being made easy for them. And eventually, in order to find someone who he can actually trust, he stoops so low as to go to a slave trader and buy a slave with what money he can afford. Damn. Who he then takes care of and trains up in fighting and trains them to be the sword for his shield. And it kind of moves on from there. He also raises a monster from an egg which turns out to be this weird sort of magic chicken. It's gigantic, but also a little girl. Is it the gobbledygooker? No, it's a, a philolian, <laughs> I think they're called in the in the anime. Um, and oh, okay. she's a royal philolian because she's being raised by a hero. I was going to make a, a Roman Reigns, this is about Roman Reigns, this anime joke, the shield, but yeah, I'm going to leave that there. So funny. <laughs> Jeez. Well, look, there's some stuff in here which people might find a little bit triggering, like things to do with slavery. Okay. Things to do with false allegations. Mm. Uh, the main character is, for the most of it, pretty much one of those, I look after my own, but I'm a complete dick. That like that's, definitely sounds like he'll run we'll, range right we'll now. Do, we'll do the right thing, but I'm an absolute bonk <laughs> about most shit. Okay. Um, I like the way it was portrayed. I like the way it was done. It does suffer mm. from one of those sort of anime things which I don't like very much. I like that they kind of get away from it a little bit with the main female character. Mm. But everyone in this anime who is female is either, you know, the buxom, bouncing, wearing absolutely fucking nothing, or is physically six years old. That's the problem with anime, I find. (laughs) There's a lot of that. That's why I'm very selective with my anime, because it's a bit... For me, it's unneeded. I do think that when it comes to the ones that are physically six years old, there are reasons given which kind of make sense if you allow for a fantasy setting. Mm. But I think the ones that are bouncing all around the place with tits in your face and have nothing on are way over the fucking top. Yeah. And so, yeah. They're Troy's favourite anime. I don't know why. The main character starts off as one of the permanent six-year-olds and then actually sort of grows up all of a sudden, and it's explained. And when she grows up all of a sudden, she grows into a pretty average build, if Mm. you know what I mean. Mm. And it's like there's a lot more emphasis placed on the fact that she's good at things. Mm. So... I, I like it's I really enjoyed it um, the next season is coming out in 2021 at some point I will be waiting for it 
Um, don't know what else to say about it, really. I think I should probably leave it there. Just okay. both of these deal with some dark subjects. Both of them are a little bit on the edgier side. Approach with caution, but okay. both worth it. Uh, Troy, can I just ask, is, is your family okay? Because I can hear in the background a lot of noise. Are they okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I literally just, just little sister just came in, literally. You know, you know no teacher is already. Your family's cameoing this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so guys, Max, please, we can hear my family in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. Fantastic, yeah. mate. Cheers. No, trust me, they're, they're like hearing you guys. So the way, the, the fans, they're no fans. Always. How do we just describe them? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got the yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that man. Shield hero. As long as it's good as Goblin Slayer, I'm good. I'm good. Oh god, no. <laughs> so, anyway, as long as it's not a SmackDown or Challenge, Troy. Oh, so why is go. it supernatural? Here we why go. is it supernatural? Why no, is it no, supernatural? We're, we're gonna wait for that. We're gonna wait. I'm gonna build it up. Don't worry about it. Don't make me look like a monkey, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <sighs> Wait, you, you done though, Dan? You done? Are you finished? Absolutely, you can. Ah, oh, go on then. Shield hero, I love it. Shield hero, um, love it. Love that. So, so, um, so just, okay. Supernatural, the finale was good because that, oh, then until yeah. you just finished that sentence. <laughs> no, 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 I'll leave that till till afterwards. I'm gonna, I, gonna do a little, little slide. A new running joke each week. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so what I'm gonna start off with, um. It's literally something I've watched today, actually, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be this is a little kickoff. Uh, 50 States of Fright. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I thought you were about no. to say 50 Shades of Grey there for a second. Thanks. <laughs> 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 oh, no, no, no. This, this is another 50 types of shade. 50, you know what I'm saying? 50 of what? Uh, 50 States of Fright. So, literally, it's going to go through every state in America. And it's going to have their own tale, their own horror tale of that um, story. So it's like an anthology type thing, web series. Um, so it's on a um, thing called Quibi. That's where it debuted. But I think you can watch it in Netflix and Disney. I think it's on Disney Plus now as well. So I know that's why I heard this. I heard this one as well. They're so, not too scary then. Yeah. So it's, it's, no, it's it's good. So it's not, not it's not even too scary to that. It's just one of them like almost like a fantasy slash horror. So it's nothing too crazy at times. But um. I watched like two episodes so far and they're really short. It's kind of reminds me of like Cobra Kai in a way because they're, they're kind of like 10 minutes each epi- each part of the episode. So it's like 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes each part. For a second, I thought you were going to be like, kids, you, you know, they do like karate. Kids do karate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that like Cobra Kai though at one point. I don't think I've been talking about Cobra Kai yet. But, um, so yeah, so the first episode literally kicks off. No, before I go there, before I go there, it just she came out this year as well. Sam Raimi had produced the show as well, so he's like the main producer of the show. So you know it's gonna be epic. Evil Dead King, Sam Raimi. You know about Sam Raimi, guys. You know about him, doesn't it? You know, you know. He's okay. <laughs> Come on, but he's okay. How dare you? Spider Man Three. Okay, done. Right, no, I'm joking. Free. Oh, here I'm we joking. Here no, we no, go. No, no. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> blasphemy right now. Blasphemy. Everyone so, has a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so um, I watched that Michigan. So Michigan's the one I started watching. It's called The Golden Arm. So that was like the first episode um, I got kicked off. And it's a free part as well. So each of these um, states that you go into, there's three parts to it. So each 10 minutes. So it starts off with the guy, Travis Fimmel. 
you might have heard of him, Vikings. Um, and my guy stars Vikings, so he's literally starring this some um, episode. Um, he's called David. And John Marshall Jones, he's another actor you've probably seen around. He's um, Andy, he plays the friend um, who actually helps him work. He's like working for David, Travis Rimmel's character. And he has a wife called Heather, played by Rachel Bresnahan, who's like literally all these horror stuff. She's in tons of stuff. You've probably seen her. But um, literally, she's possibly the prettiest girl in Michigan. And they're a little part of Michigan, yeah? So that's the story kicks off. And... Literally, he buys everything for her. Literally, the Vikings card. He buys everything for her, Travis. He buys everything for this woman. And literally, <laughs> the weirdest thing happens right now, yeah. There's a reason why it's called the Golden Arm People. So, a little spoilers here and there. So, literally, he's, he's, a, kind of, he's a lumberjack. Cuts down trees, right? And he goes, you know what, yeah. Um, Andy, he's got a day off. He's got a day off. Yeah? I need some help to cut this tree down, yeah. So, he asks his wife. He asks Heather. Say, oh, can you help me out today? You know what I'm saying? I need to get this done. Um, and literally, she goes, All right, all right, okay. Then she's wearing the dress and all, but she's like, Nah, I'll take the dress off and help me out. Gave her some gloves. Go out to the forest now, cut down this tree. She's holding a rope. And this hold, is on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go she on. took her dress off. Is she got, she, tell me she's wearing clothes underneath. <laughs> this right? had to be you that bent. It had to be you to that come with the, the door. She's already worded it, bro. Okay. Right. I was getting there. I was getting there, man. Come on. I was getting there. Okay. okay. I'll let you go. No, no, no. There we go. We need to go chop down a tree. Go straight first. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> I knew that I was going to set that up the old fashioned way. I knew that was going to be I'm so mad right now. I'm so sorry for breaking you, Troy. <laughs> no, I'm all right. Oh, I'm going to be cracking up the whole entire, entire thing now. But, um... Nick, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, listen, now, she's wearing, um, obviously, normal clothes. She's wearing the jeans, the the, the, the plaid shirt, the, the lumberjack gear, you know, the usual, and the gloves. Ooh, okay. So, um, literally, she's, she's holding this rope now, and all of a sudden, he cuts down this tree, and, it, and there's a twig. He gets caught up in the rope, and she's holding the rope. She's like, okay, I've got to hold this thing. You told me to hold it. Okay. Log falls down, like, crushes her, her right arm. So this is where the golden arm thing comes into play. So like he's he's searching around, he buys this thing because literally buying everything for her. He buys this metal arm for her because she's like depressed. And she goes to him, Oh my I want a golden arm. He's like, I can't afford that. What are you talking about? I can't afford it. I'm just a normal lumberjack. So then he sells his tractor. Because Andy's what his friend is telling you telling the story. So this whole thing, there's always a, a person telling the story in each episode. So he's telling the story of David. And David, he, he <laughs> sells his tractor. Sells part of his equipment and literally gets this gold, basically gets gold bullion, melts it down and creates this golden arm. So, literally, <laughs> whoo! I, I don't want to go too far because I don't want to go too far because I'm going to spoil it because it's, it's a great episode. Um, but literally, this evil dead vibes up in this episode. Oh, yes. Was lit. A song about this episode. You know, you know the Evil Dead, you know the spirits coming out when you summon the Necronomicon. The book opens up, the wind, the visuals, first person. You know what I'm saying? The spirits running around, Bruh. I was like, oh my days, that maybe you're a legend. You're a damn legend. Just get the vibes, because literally, <laughs> <laughs> just just give me goosebumps. I was like, oh, oh. I love it, I love it. But um, so literally, she's got the golden arm now. She's literally um 
walk around the place. Everyone's like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're a princess. And she's like, yeah, I'm loving this. The golden arm is floating it around. But at the same time, get this. She gives you a fist and you're screwed. Sorry. <laughs> it could have went there. Yeah, okay, okay. It could have went there, but it didn't go there. So literally, she's, apparently she's got gold poisoning. She's got poisoning from wearing all that gold on her arm. So yeah, so then oh. there's, there's, there's a massive twist coming, but I ain't going to spoil it. So that's literally, that, that's where the first like episode went. Um, and then the, literally the second episode, I'm going to touch on cause a little bit as well. Um, so it was called America's Largest Ball of Twine. So this was set in Kansas. Um, so Migna Wen, you know Migna Wen, right? You guys know her, right? Yeah. Come on, Migna Wen, she's freaking awesome. Yeah. Agent <laughs> Shield and the usual stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is she star. She's a mother of this um, little girl that she's literally left this um, previous town and she's trying to find somewhere else to live now. So she's moved to Kansas. Um, but literally, obviously, as I said, the ball of twine, that's what Kansas is um, basically known for. There's a massive um, ball of twine, literally about 20,000 pounds, how much feet in the air. It's massive, like a massive ball. It's crazy. So like, they reach this town. You know, this, this town is off. From the jump, you're like they're like asking questions, looking at her, like there. What are you doing here? What's your business? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All their ones. So the little girl goes missing. She walks into this little hut, this little little building where this massive ball of twine is has been made by this guy, and he has two kids, a boy and a girl. Well, it looks like they've died years ago. Um, this is his um, pride and joy. This massive ball in the town, that the biggest one in the world. Um, but this ball of twine is alive. So it's yeah, alive. It's alive. It's alive. <laughs> so <laughs> or you see some random hand <sighs> absorbed right into the ball of twine. Daughter's Sorry, have you ever thought of doing audiobooks, man? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. I've done actually. Yeah, that's a good idea. That. Got some good money. Hmm. Stroking my beard. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say, Dan? Collab with Corpse Husband. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Dan? You have a good voice as well. I'm gonna lie, Dan. You don't do some audiobooks from you. I know, I know that. But um, but yes, yeah, daughter gets sucked into the ball of twine, and literally, yeah, she all kicks off from there. Yeah, the, the mum, she McNall went. You know she's gonna go crazy. She's going off. She's gonna do some of them. <laughs> I was expecting to do some martial arts movie, but that she kind of kept it. She she reined it in a bit. She reined it in a bit. But um. Yeah. Oh, we don't get to hear go. Hua, 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 yeah, hua. exactly. She's in a bit. Your audio little... voice. Damn it. Just, 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 just a little bit. She's not sure she did. She did her thing as usual. She's always action packed. But um, okay. she was she reigned in a bit. So yeah, so this is a good show. Um, go check it out. Um, Fifty States of Fright. Check it out. Sam Raimi helped um executive produce it. So really good show. So that's my first pick. Um, so we're gonna get to the. Thing that everyone wants me to talk about. So, sipping natural. Ah, oh, okay. So, whoo, the tears, man, the tears. Uh-oh. Oh, if you see my channel. <laughs> oh, you. I was crying. I was crying. Yeah, I know. See, Ben's. Hey, hey. I was, I was uh, crying. So much passion. So much passion. The passion was just real right there. I, 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 flood, I flooded in tears, man. I was, I was out. I was like, no. How could they do this? It was just. Supernatural. Uh, one quick thing, though. My wife still thinks you should shave your beard. But that's okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
up. Oh, I love this beer right now. I'm being immaculate right now. But we're going to talk about yeah. Supernatural, man. Mm. Uh, one of the greatest shows of all time. 15 it's finally glorious. finished. 15 glorious seasons. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah. show we that we never thought would finish is finished. <laughs> I literally thought it was going to finish um, years ago. When I first saw it, I was like, nah, they, they never keep these shows around long enough. And then this, this show survived. Eric Kripke, man. I've always created himself. I've hmm? always wanted to get to this show. And then it kept going. I thought, I will wait until it's completely completed. Never until I got to season 11, I was just like, it's never going to end. Like, I might go back and watch it now that it's finally finished. Right. No, no, oh, no, yeah. do it. Just trust me, do it. Trust me, because um, 15 seasons, oh, right. 15 glorious seasons, do it. One by one, you get into it. You just binge it. It's not supernatural oh, about binging. Mm. And because earlier on, like as I said before, monster the monster week type thing, um, then it literally starts to like do a common thread throughout each season. There's a big bad. There's probably someone even bigger than that until you reach God status. Yeah. So that's who they had to stop, like in the Panopoly episode. Um, God, the powers got absorbed. God was exed, so he became a regular human being. Um, it has, you know, what Supernatural had the way they ended it. It had like a preacher type vibe to it the way they ended the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the way they dealt with God and all that stuff. So um, okay. it, was inter- it was it was it was interesting. It was interesting. But um, the ending itself, when you go on the road with these guys, man, Sam and Dean, Jensen Knuckles, Jared Padalecki, man. <sighs> the way he ended that show, way with puns. My God. I have a question. Go on. Do you think that they can get a job now? Or they've forgotten how to act <laughs> from Supernatural? Because, you know, they've been the characters for so long. They're always going to be, be typecast now. It's going to be so, tough because apparently um, the one who plays Sam, Jerry Podalecki, he's, he's got a show. It's called Walker. He's going to start in starring something like that. He's the, he's the head guy. Um, That's the even canceled. I literally don't know how the show's going to do, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, um, this is the best job he's ever going to have. What a good actor. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's, but Jensen Ackles, you know Dean. Hey, he's he's gonna be he's gonna have, he's gonna always gonna have work. He's amazing. I love always love Dean Dean's character, man. He's a great character actor. Um, he's gonna be in the Boys season three. The Boys, the Boys, Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy. Tell. I but I wanted to go. I'm Soldier Boy. Whatever that song was. Soldier. Soldier Boy, Yeah. So he's gonna be Soldier Boy. He's gonna be Soldier Boy, bro. So hey, I'm looking forward to that. That's what I'm gonna say on that front. He's gonna flip. But um going back to Supernatural Man. Um literally, I think it's one to twelve seasons are on Amazon Prime so far. Um and the show reruns like E4, stuff like that. So they're always showing a supernatural on there. Um but Sam and Dean, the way they went out, man, it was I was like, because God in the in the show stripped away most of their specialness, so literally they could die anyway possible after that because literally because <laughs> literally it was explained that god was helping them throughout the whole show literally um even when they cooked food everything was like perfect um didn't have to worry about any money so then once god, god revoked it all that stuff is like i'm gonna take away everything that makes you special mm. they had to they had literally had to find money <laughs> everything broke down so i love that concept of it as well that like, literally god is overseeing this entire thing and literally they were just, they were just taking everything for granted and I loved it. For the last couple of seasons, they kind of just be- became normal. You know what I mean? So that's why they kind of went out the way they went out. But I won't say how they did it. But um, the way they... 
end the show. Ah, oh, oh, it was it was great. It was glorious, man. The Wayward Son, you know, but the Kansas theme, yo, hey, glorious, you know. So this was only four, right? Yeah. So they, they, this is only four. Oh, so with that and Buffy, have they finally got rid of the stench of charm that they had to show on their channel? No, the stench of charm. They will never get rid of the, the, the greatness uh, of charm. The greatness, <laughs> the greatness of charm. I worked it in. No, 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 no. Oh, the greatness, the the, the the charmed ones, you know what I'm saying? That kind of sounds, it just rolls off the tongue in it, the charm ones. You, there's um, more charm in a pair and packet of lucky charms. Oh, here we go, here we go. The hate, the hate flow through you. It's not the hate, it's but, the um, truth. <laughs> gives you focus, but... What? <laughs> I went to Star Wars there, sorry about that. But yeah, Supernatural Man, great show. Check it out. One of the, one of the best shows of all time. Do yourself a favor, go check it out. Amazon, if you have, if you have it, Amazon Prime. One to twelve's on there, and then you can find the rest. And we don't know why he likes Charmed when he likes so many other good shows. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here we go. But yeah. All right, Tom. <laughs> thank you, Troy. What you say, Tom? <laughs> That's it. Oh, we're back to that one again, aren't we? I know. Here we go. I know exactly. Exactly. He's always going to be bullied by me for Charmed. Bullied? Don't be bullied. I'm showing the truth. Tommy, yeah, yeah, I think Donald Trump tells more more truth than you do. Um, wow, Tom. Oh, wow. wow. Did you hear this? Disrespect. (laughs) You should be arrested for that. Oh no, I'm joking. Where's HR? I, yeah, I just don't want to ever hear you speak about charm. So I'm going to ban it from this podcast from now on. Oh, I will. Yeah, but I feel like we have to end this (laughs) joke. 37 weeks in a row. Oh, trust me. I haven't talked about Charmed yet. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, it's not, because you will be... Will... Oh, it's always coming. It's All just, you're going to hear is, and I'm talking about Charmed, and you'll be dropped from the call so fast, young man. <laughs> Never. Never. You'll just hear me, Dan, and Tom will just put down our tools, and that will be the episode. It'll be a Charmed uh, special. No, no, no. It'll be like the hacker gimmick in, in SmackDown right now. Trust me, that'll be me right there. Oh, don't talk about that. <laughs> go on. Right. Go ahead, Tom. Go ahead, go ahead, Tom. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a couple of things I was going to talk about, but I'm just I'm aware of time, and I don't think I could do them justice. You so like I'm going to talk about something okay. that I like and I enjoy. Okay. And I seriously recommend it's a TV show. It's just completed its third season on Sky One, and. A uh, panel game show, you might know, you might not. It's called There's Something About Movies. Okay. Any of you guys come across it? It sounds familiar, but I don't know if I've seen it. Hmm. I'm not even in the same spectrums at that point. Nowhere near Sky. <laughs> same. same. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. But um, basically, it's a TV, it's a panel game show all about movies and movie trivia and stuff like that. Um, it's hosted by Alan Carr. It's the okay. first series, it had Mickey Flanagan as one team captain, and Michael Sheen was the other team captain. Okay. Michael Sheen is the star of this show. He's brilliant. He takes the piss out of himself on such a regular basis. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a really enjoyable show. If you're a fan of film and stuff like that, it's quick-witted it's funny it there's a lot of acting involved my my biggest issue with it is that um tom allen 
is a regular person. No, I don't. His life dogs and variations on that and just it annoys me that he goes to the same world time and time again no matter what because like, they do like film reenactment scenes and stuff which is Michael Sheen is also it's it's very funny it is actually really good I would highly highly recommend it Jennifer Saunders appears on it they've usually got Ooh. at least one like reasonably big film star usually British on okay. the show um, but yeah, it's it's good fun. It's silly. There's a brilliant thing they do at the end where they remake a scene from a famous film. And um, so <laughs> one of them will have the script, and the other, one of them has the script. The other one doesn't. So one of them's giving the feed lines that are really in the film, and the other one has to try and make it up as they go along. And it's really funny. It's really good. And it's just, it's stupid as hell. It's like trivia. It's its not going to tax your imagination, but it is a damn good laugh. And yeah, for someone like me who watches a lot of film, I enjoy, I enjoy it greatly. But, okay. Yeah, I seriously recommend it. Alan Carr, I, I actually like him a lot. He's a very good presenter. He knows how to control a group of idiots. And yeah. I, there's not much else I can say. I think if you watched Sky and watched this program, you would enjoy it. I know, Ben, on moral reasons, you will never watch Sky, but tough shit. Um, wow. But, Thanks. No, I but, mean, I can always pirate it. Thank you. But I would like to once again point out that Ben's views are not the views of the other other people on Square. And that Rupert Murdoch can suck my dick. There. You never get my money. Ben's boy. views are not the views of Square Eyed Syndrome. Disclaimer, so. disclaimer. <laughs> it's a long queue of people. It's a long people. It's a long queue of people that can kiss my ass. Trust me. Exactly. Disclaimer. That's the first bit of merch that is. Yeah, that's the last bit now. After me for Ben now. Ben's views. <laughs> I blame down. But yeah, like I said, he that. Like I say, it's a brilliant show. The thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to tell you the show that I was going to talk about because I will talk about it next week. And if I forget, you can berate me. It's a show called Jekyll. Oh, it's my gosh. Wait, 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 Tom. 13, Tom, before ago. you go there, greatness. There you go. Continue, continue. continue. Thank you very much. But I don't feel like I can do it justice right now. <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I would rush it. And it deserves to be spoken about properly. No, it does. It does. For anyone who doesn't Sweet. know it, it was basically. Do you do you know it then? I've heard of it, and I've heard it's very good. Well, basically, but... to give you a, to give you a point on it, it was Stephen Moffat's first attempt at modernising a Victorian classic. Mm. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, and it's good. Advice. It's very very good. I will I like properly go into this structure. next week. Okay. Um, like I say, um, I you're going first. Um, I will talk about it fully. You're going first. I have an email very quickly mm-hmm. before we go. Thank you, Tom. Right. Um, they sent it to the YouTube um, email because it's mine. Accidentally merged it somehow. So he's got a couple of questions. It's um, Radiator from Ohio. I don't think that's your real name. If you do, then I'm sorry. Your parents are assholes. Um, so. Jeez. <laughs> 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 That's harsh, man. <laughs> That's savage. 
This is um, my brother, you, Ben. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's got a couple of questions. Um, sure. Troy, um, how did you meet Ben? Because he oh. knows uh, we're friends. Um, well, I'm friends <laughs> with Tommy Dad as well. Just, uh, but uh, how did we meet? Um, hey, Dan, you know what? You know what? We we met like, literally before we even became friends, literally, because my mum worked with him. So yeah, <laughs> and I worked with your sister as well. Yeah, um, we won't say where because we don't want you know, finding where we were. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't want to say that. We don't want um, to. Say that. But like, um, it was in a retail environment. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, yes. But yeah, um, the, I met Troy um, with a couple of lads as well at the same time who were big anime fans and video game fans, and we just kind of built like a little geeky circle, and it was fun. Right, lasted. Um, <laughs> that's how we know, and we've been trying to do stuff, and then I met Tom at my current job, and then Dan came on, and yeah, we are now a foursome. It's uh, the awesome foursome. Um, question for Dan. Um, how do you feel Ben's always running on you for being Irish? Um, uh, correction, actually. Radiator, I can't believe I'm saying this. He's actually from Northern Ireland. Um, do you feel like the British pig should pay for invading everywhere? This has got nothing to do with TV, Radiator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a question that we'll ask. That's, that's, that's We're not arguing with engagement, man. I'm fine um, with that. Exactly, exactly. That's a loaded that, I, I think that's a very good question. It's a pertinent and important point, and it needs to be addressed right now. Okay. He's an ignorant British pig. What do you fucking expect? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Tom, how do you pit up with Ben um, constantly at work? Um, Well, it's quite easy. I've been working from home for the last 10 months, so I haven't had to. I like that. It's lockdown. Yeah. how well i basically annoyed tom when i started working there because i realized tom was a a tv show fan and so i nagged him for like the first couple months before lockdown happened about doing a podcast and i managed to get the whole office to bully him into joining me um it's essentially true yes (laughs) yeah because they all really could see like that we were both really um knowledgeable on it and he, yeah, so it took a while and then lockdown happened and we thought, well, we'll better start this podcast and lo and behold, we are going to continue it past COVID whenever it ends. And I would just like to point out, uh, Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Not part of Britain. No, 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 no. He asked about, do you think the British pig should suffer? Northern Ireland is not part of Britain. It's part of the UK, not Britain. Yeah. Okay, UK. Yeah, my bad. But Ireland is part of the EU. Ireland is separate. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, right. this thanks ready for you, bastard. <laughs> I'm fighting this stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, he does want to know if we're ever going to cover Star Trek at any point. Ooh. Any of them will do. Now, that's, that's an interesting question. Which particular, interesting. Which particular incarnation of Star Trek would you be interested in? I have Star watched Trek? everything, by the way. Yes. I, I think I've probably watched 99% of it. Yeah. I don't hate any of it. They've all got their different parts. I could easily do any of them. My favourite's Deep Space Nine. Oh, the Cisco. And I'm going to high five you. When we meet, I'm high fiving you. Deep Space Nine is epic. 
Mr. Cisco. I've got to say, I actually, I actually quite like Enterprise. I like all of them. I like, I like, yeah, I like Voyager. I like, I haven't watched Discovery yet. That's the last chink in the armor, but I've never seen a bad Star Trek show. Although I, I, still watched Picard, I still haven't watched Picard yet. No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Bacardi Breezer either. <laughs> Shut up, man. Right, we're going to go. Sounds like you have. <laughs> as, yeah. far, as far as I'm concerned, the Picard's separate for, for me. Um, uh, he also says okay. Ohio is the best state in America. So thank you. Well, I did say this last week. You know, Ohio's the best one, apparently. Uh, can in I, terms can of I say one more thing? Uh, Red Editor, really, thank you very much for getting in contact. Finally. That, that felt really, really good having someone get back to us. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That was nicer. Awesome. So, Contact me on the on the YouTube channel, or and Tom's about to tell you the uh, email. Either way is fine. Tom? Square-eyed syndrome twenty twenty at gmail.com. Thank you. Please go there, but feel free to come and hit the thing. For some reason, it's attached to my YouTube channel now, and I can't undo it we, without having we, to. Would we not be able to uh, attach the our one the the square eye syndrome to the YouTube channel, possibly? Conversations for off of the air. Apologies. Uh, so I, I <laughs> Dan, why don't you do a little groveling bit for more subscribers bit here? This is where you go. Shill, monkey, shill. Dance, monkey, <laughs> dance. No, no, we can't do that one. That's definitely a copyright claim if we do that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, no, seriously, we do appreciate that you listen. We do appreciate that you come back. We do appreciate that you get in touch. Hit the like buttons. Subscribe to us. Yeah. Keep looking us up in those search algorithms. Anything, any comment, any anything, it's all really, really welcome. I hope that we can get back to all of you whenever you do do something, and we will be checking. Also, please just do what Radiator did and just drop an email in, because we will read them. You know, we will put the time in to do this. Really? It's, for us, it's important. I really wasn't expecting our first bit of fan mail to be from a housing appliance. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, well, you know, they are, I'm probably on Red Dwarf fans. It's, yeah, it's a smart radiator. Like, it's got Google <laughs> Glass or something. In it. Uh, <laughs> Google Glass. Is this <laughs> like reflecting on those people whose radiators don't take pictures <laughs> of them? <laughs> <laughs> No, but thank you. We would like more of them, though, because we will read them. If we get famous and there's too many, then we will try and do a special mailbag one day if we ever get to that level. But we will read them, uh, like yeah, I and said. If, and, like, if our computer breaks down, we'll just recruit the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling we might have a running joke here if we're not careful. People might start <laughs> the household prices. So it's Dildo from, you know, Toronto, oh Canada. Oh, my gosh. I, I, nah, don't do that. No. Yeah, don't, right. Ben, um, you've opened the floodgates I now. Know, don't do it. I, I know someone who lives in Dildo, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, what have you done? <laughs> dildo, Dildo. Mr. Dildo from Dildo. And there's a place in Canada called Dildo. Oh, is right, there? We need to... We need to yes, go. there fucking is. What the hell is going on? I think I've said dildo more times today than I have in my life. Oh, but Dan, so, you know I'm going to research that, right? You know that, right? Right. You go and research dildos on <laughs> that podcast. Right. It's goodbye for me. It's got weird. 
<laughs> Bye from me. <laughs> Goodbye from me. Bye from me. Right. Nighty night. <laughs>